The Forum at 8 on SAFM. It's uh, seven minutes after eight on this Friday morning. And as we've become accustomed to doing on Fridays, we're going slightly lighter. So on the Forum at 8 this morning, we're talking relationships. Now, love, and I'm sure I don't have to tell you this, but love is one of the most profound emotions known to humankind. I always say there is nothing, absolutely nothing, at least for me, that beats that feeling of being in love. Nothing. Nothing comes even close to that. But then, of course, then uh, there's also the reality of failed relationships because these things happen as life happens. And uh, most of us have to work consciously to master the skills necessary to make our lives flourish yet again. But along the way, y- you... you encounter so many snags you know in trying to get this thing right uh, the relationships right trying to find the right person trying to understand men and i don't know whether that's a futile exercise whether we should try to understand men or whether they should try to understand women because over the ages it's very clear that we have failed but then we get to this book that i have in front of me today It's called The Uncomfortable Truth. And I'll have you know that it is currently a bestseller. It is flying off the shelves. And I think what that means um, is simply a reinforcement of what we are saying this morning, that people are desperate for answers to know how to get their relationships to flourish. So this morning, we're in conversation with the author of this uh, bestseller, The Uncomfortable Truth, Gaten McKenzie. Thanks for coming in. Uh, thanks, Sakina. Thanks for having me on show, and uh, hello to all your listeners. Now, Gaten, w- w- what made you write this book in the first place? You know, Sakina, it's, it's, it's very well known that we, we live a life, we live in the fast lane, if I, you know, fast cars, uh, sports cars, nice girls, and, and you know, nightclub lives. You know, that that's no secret. But what as, as I think most men will testify to this, that, you know, when you have daughters, I now have three girls. Mm-hmm. And what basically happened was, I said to myself one day, what am I going to leave them except lots of money? You know what I'm saying? I, you know, I, if something had to happen to me, what am I going to... And I started this. There was a personal project. It was a deeply, deeply, deeply personal project to say that this is between me and my daughters this is a, this was a letter to my daughters to say let me wisen you up when it comes to li- to, to men because you because wouldn't want them to meet someone like you definitely not <laughs> and, and, and and i said and it was so personal to me until somebody very close to me convinced me like no but this is nonsense you have you have to share this with other daughters that's why the book is dedicated to my daughters and our daughters but it was never meant for commercial to go out like like it's going out now but it was uh, uh, i am the guy that i'm not a love guru i'm the guy that love gurus is has been trying to figure out mm. and, and 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 i was like i want my daughters not to be stupid about love not to be like most of the women i see walking around here with their idea of love and how to behave and the mistakes that i see women make so this is the best advice i can give my daughters as a man that had lived on the streets. Mm. And then I must say, it, it, it is a very easy read. 
um, was very easy to flip through, but it, it, it certainly is an uncomfortable truth. I can attest to that because there were parts of this book that made me very uncomfortable, especially when you start introspecting about what you say in the book um, at times. And, and, and one starts to thinking, oh, so that's what that was about. Oh, oh, so that's what this person was thinking. And, and, and there were really some very uncomfortable moments. But I, I'm, I'm going to, you know, cherry pick a few topics. Sure. And uh, just before we get into the book, the lines are open, as always, 0891-104-208. So you have, if you have any questions, if you want to ask Gayton, where do you stand in your man's life? As he says, he's the guy that love gurus have been trying to figure out. If, if, if you're unsure, Gaten's here. He might be able to uh, give you some pointers, help you out. And maybe, again, the uncomfortable truth would be that perhaps you need to walk. Um, walk away from a bad situation. It's very difficult, but sometimes that is the cold, hard truth that women need to hear. And I'd love to hear from guys as well. I'd love to hear from you. Weigh in on what Gayton is saying. Do you agree with him? Do you disagree with him? Or are we generalizing? I'd love to hear from you as we move along. So those lines are open, 891 and also 34701, the SMS line, as well as our Twitter and Facebook accounts at, a- at AM Live on SAFM or my personal account at Sakina Kamwendo. I want to start here, uh, Gayton. This analogy with cars. <laughs> I knew you were going to start there. That thing bothered me. And, yes. and, and, but as I shared it with people around uh, the newsroom, it was amazing how you could actually see people thinking and recognizing themselves as one of those cars. But let's just share that with the listeners. Please. You see... Uh, what I did there was like, if there's one question, if any woman has a chance in this world to ask the love God, the God of love, one question, that question would be, does he really love me? Or where do I stand in his life? Mm. Women are always, most women are unsure of where they really stand. You know, and I love you. It's not just, it's, it's not enough for most women. Now, what I've done, I thought long and hard about that. What analogy can I use to show each and every woman on this planet where exactly she stands with a man? Because, and then I came up with the car one to say, if you, you get a sports car, and if he does this, you are a sports car. He adores you. He loves you. And then, you know. and Walk I, us through it, Gaten. Like, you know, if, if a guy, you know, there's, there's guys that are, that's got true love. When he would never be unfaithful to you. He would never, ever, even if he looks at other girls, it's only admiring, but never admiring to test drive. Mm. It is looking at the menu, not wanting to order. It is, he's treating you with the utmost of respect. And he, he is there looking at your every need. I'm not that guy. I, I was never that guy. But there are those guys. And those guys, they women, they treat like sports cars because any man with a sports car, well, that car's never dirty. That car gets washed. That car, when it gets 95 unleaded, it gets its petrol. <laughs> it doesn't get, it doesn't jump a service. There's no sports car that jumps a service. You know, you, and, 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 and that's how men attend. But then you get, you get, what I, I go further where I say you, you get, then, and I go to the most extreme ones. And then you get a taxi. There are some girls, 
and I'm using the anal- as, an, as an analogy here, there are taxis. They are, they are, they don't ask questions. They just being, they just being picked up. They only have one purpose: good, just to take them to, to for the guy to 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 come to his destination. Uh, the guy don't really have much respect for them. There's no relationship between the two. There's not even an exchange of numbers. It's only like a service. When you jump in a taxi, you go there and then you're forgotten. The taxi driver doesn't even remember your name tomorrow. There are those type of girls. You also get the rentals. And I make that example where you get the rental cars, where some girls know that, you know, we just pick you up when we need you. You know, I, I say it in the book that you get picked up when all other modes of transport, of getting available transport has failed. And these girls, they don't complain. You can smoke and drink in them. You can run around, you can drive them rough, and you can take them back. And next time you come back to get her again, she'll be there with a happy smile waiting for you. And then you get the, the what I call the breakdowns. There are those women, and a lot of women fall in this category, where they, the guy don't really like you. He only likes you when he's in trouble, when he needs money. You are his breakdown when he needs to pay something. When, when he's in some sort of trouble, then he's got your number. You are his breakdown. Whenever he is breaking down, he knows to call you. And, and then you get the very sad one for me. It's the, it's the family car. The mm-hmm. family car and the bucky. It, it's women that they gave their lives to, the, to this man. They, they gave him kids. And life has not been, they have concentrated on the family. So much that they didn't look at trends outside, the new fashion trends. Some of them gained weight. Uh, they, they, they are not in the new, the Libertines and Louis bags. They've, they've raised families. Mm-hmm. They looked after this man's kids. Life has passed them by because these kids were their lives. And then this man comes home one day, he doesn't want you anymore. He now goes and gets a young thing. Gets himself a young girl. And now you look at yourself. This girl is your daughter's age. You think, look at me. I stand no chance against this new girl. And then you sit there and, and you're bitter. Mm-hmm. And most women get bitter. Why wouldn't you be? Exactly. But I also talk in the book how to deal with it. Then you get what I call the vintage car. And I'm going through them very quickly. Mm-hmm. Then you get the vintage car. The vintage car is the one of, of, of ladies that... You know, we know them all the rich guys. <laughs> yeah, a lot of them come up in my mind, uh, including myself. You have this, you have this person in your life, but she knows she gets everything that a sports car is getting, except she's not the only one. She gets cars, she gets shoes, she gets trips overseas, she gets treated like a queen. Doesn't you respect her? You do everything, but even she knows deep down that the secretary goes with me on trip. Secretary. Mm-hmm. If I go on trips, see, you know, the vintage is those people, like, their lives look so nice from the outside. But when you get in the house, things doesn't look so nice anymore. You know, she has the jewelry, she's got a car, she's got the money. But, you know, hubby's going out with an, with the other younger girl. But she knows that. And, and I also say to women in that position, as I do in all of this, I tell women, this is what you should do when you're in that position. Then we come to the skateboard. This is the saddest one of them all. This is the woman that 
get called a thing, uh, rubbish. Uh, he doesn't. He only speaks to her in a tone that's not suitable to speak to a lady. Mm. But he, 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 I mean, he basically, he basically spits on her. He's got no respect for her. You know, her self confidence is in zero. This man is treating her. He tells her she, you are nothing without me. He doesn't even see her as a car. She's just something there in the garage that stay in the corner that has long been forgotten. And as sad as it, as it sounds, Sakina, but these things do happen. There are women out there that get treated like that. And what I try to do, I try to find an analogy that can tell any woman in this world exactly where she stands with a man because I, write, I wrote the points there. And there's not one man on this planet that can stand in front of me that can tell me I'm lying with that analogy. Mm. And also, um, just looking at one of the chapters in the book, mistakes ladies make when meeting a new guy. Yo, you know, <laughs> I think the first mistake that I've seen many ladies make is that you meet a guy that looks like he's got his stuff together. Guy's got a nice car. Guy's got a nice house. But you don't know. He still looks after his mom and whatever. And then you bring your problems. Now you are in financial problems. As most ladies that are, that most guys will tell you, hey, you know, this girl, she wants money. You expect a new guy. Your previous guy, you signed surety for him. You did everything. This guy left you in serious debt. Mm. Now you find new love. Somehow you share debt. And sometimes you don't even want this money. You may be just sharing it. But we men, are, we're wired differently. When I hear your problem, I want to solve it. And sometimes I can't solve this problem, so I'd rather leave than solving a problem. So what I'm saying to women is that why... Some men will tell you, will not tell you why they sometimes date younger women. Mm. It's not because of the girl being younger. It's just younger women don't come with so much baggage. Ladies of 32 years and up. <laughs> yo, it is the flat. It is the car. Now, now it's your problem. You don't even... She complains. But it's life. She's lived. No, but that's not... You see, that's the problem women make. And sometimes the guy leaves. Not because he doesn't like you anymore. You see these young girls, they, if they can get the airtime, they send me some data, the airtime, they don't come with problems. They don't, and, and women need to know to say that there comes a time in the relationship when you should share your problems, when you are comfortable, when you see this go somewhere. But I'm a new guy now, you come and outload. I'm like, yo, I'm not a salvation army. And that's just the truth that nobody tells women. When you, and when you meet a new guy, ladies, these ladies have the same way they say, you must accept me with my child, mm-hmm. with my kids. That's very noble. But let's get one thing straight here. When you meet somebody new, keep your kids far away from that person. There's child molesters out here. There's all those things. But those are extreme. Let me talk about the normal thing. First, show me who you are. Let me fall in love with you before I fall in love with the world's best mother. I'm not looking at your mothering skills. I'm looking for love. Be you. Separate your love life from your kids. You are not one thing. And your kids might have their dead. You have differences with the dead. A new love doesn't mean a new daddy. Mm-hmm. And these are the mistakes that women make. And this child starts calling you daddy, you think like, you're daddy, you're not my child, you. <laughs> and then you don't come back. You don't come oh, that's back. That's so cruel. No, it might be cruel, but it's the truth. What I'm saying to women is that your, ch- your child, even if you, your child got, your children got their father, mm-hmm. this new man... Don't bring everything at first. Be calm. And the worst mistake I've seen ladies make when they meet a guy. We date, we date, we date. Hey, after four weeks, 
You say, I need to tell you something. Like what? I love you. Now, if you say to a guy, I love you, it is only a, a rubbish of a guy that wouldn't say, I love you too. Or a very honest guy. One mm -hmm. of the two. It's either very honest or, or this guy is really rubbish. Eh? <laughs> because this woman looks at you, she says, I love you. I do. And women, when they say, I love you, it's not, I love you. It's like in the movies. I love you. I love you. And now this guy's under pressure. Now he must say, I love you too. And the moment he said that, the, the relationship is now on another floor. He's now on the I love you floor. There's no more holidays alone. Mm -hmm. No longer people are only saying, gee, what are you doing for the holiday? It's like, gee, what are you and Sakina doing for the holiday? Because you are now in love. And you must act like a man in love. Now the lady is in love. The man is not in love. The man acts in love. And he's getting tired of that role. And then he leaves. And the biggest mistake women make, and that I want to make it clear here today, that's the biggest mistake. Listen, we've thrived on that as men. That is, as men that cheated in the past. We thrived on that mistake. Women love to blame themselves for two things. And the first one is, when a man, when a man has cheated, the first thing a woman does is like, what have I done wrong? Is it my hair? Is it my body? It's like, it's no, it's, then she'll come and we, she will talk about my cheating and she'll be like, I know why you cheated. She's giving me a reason. I don't even know. I cheated because I'm just horny. I cheated because I'm a cheater. She comes with a reason for me. The cheated on is now coming with a reason. It's like robbing a bank and the bank manager says, I understand why you robbed the bank. You robbed the bank because you need the money. Woman will come like, I, I know why you cheated. It, it, it's because I, I don't sleep with you regularly now. And now I'm I'm taking that gap. I'm like, yeah, babes, you know, I don't want to say it to you, but that's the reason. Oh, baby, I'm sorry. She's now apologizing. Mm. Now, I want to say to women out there, <laughs> um, whatever you do to your man, if he's not a cheater, he wouldn't cheat. There's nothing you can do to make a cheater cheat. Oh, yeah. It is you. If a man cheats, it's because he's a cheater. Don't look for a reason that you did nothing wrong. Men Cheat, they cheat, will cheat with a broomstick if it has a vagina. As Kenny say, no, he's not a broomstick, a mop, at least there's some hair, blonde hair. <laughs> oh, on that note, let's go to a break. The lines are open, 0891-104-208. And we're talking relationships with the author of The Uncomfortable Truth, Gaten McKenzie. The Forum at 8 on SAFM. Speaking to Gayton McKenzie this morning, uh, the author of uh, the best-selling the, the Uncomfortable Truth. And um, I know some of us are already getting uncomfortable with some of these truths that uh, Gayton is sharing. Or are they truths? Would you like to challenge Gayton? 891 is the number to dial. 34701 is the SMS line. Twitter, Facebook at AM Live on SAFM or at Sakina Kamwendo. And of course, he's here. He's dated hundreds, is it thousands of women? <laughs> thousands. Thousands. So at least uh, if you have a question that you'd like to put to him, well, he can give you an answer to that. And uh, let's just uh, read through some of the messages I see here on my Twitter page. This one from Matlodi says, uh, oh, I just love Gayton's uh, opening. Uh, he's opening our eyes. Ladies, this book is a must read. Finally, a man who has uh, no filter. 
and I'm not sure how great a thing that is. Uh, some people are saying, but uh, you're a charlatan, you, Gayton McKenzie, and it's guys uh, uh, for the most part who are saying, yesterday you were a politician, today you're a love guru. What are you actually? <laughs> and, um, you know, Tebza says, I love my women even though she gets on my last nerve. And uh, so he's probably that guy, the good guy, yes. who will just look and window shop, but he will not uh, go any further than that. But let's uh, go to the lines now, 891 Let's take a few quick calls before uh, the news break. Mulefe, good morning. FK, Mulefe. Mulefe, good morning. This is for a woman. Good morning, FK. And your guest, man, I... I seem to have a problem with your guest when he says that, you know, uh, women of age 30s and all that, they run away, you know, from men because of the responsibility or vice versa. You know, my take is that as a man, the minute to get into any relationship, it comes with responsibility. If you date a girl and you've got so much baggage, if you can't handle it, move on. That it's, it's as simple as that. I, I don't find any excuse. I mean, if you love a person, you love a person. And if a person happens to have a child, you, 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 it's, it's a must. That person comes as a package. If now you want to exclude the child just because a girl is, is a girl of 30 years of age and therefore there's a child and the older girls, obviously, at 40, they also come with the package. So why are you in the relationship, first of all? Because... Life, life, life is life. Life is activities, unless you wanna, and unless you wanna find an angel. Okay, got you there, Gaten. Hold on to that thought. Uh, thanks for that, uh, Moelafi. We'll get a response to that. We'll take the other calls. Time to get back to the conversation here on the Forum at Eight. Talking relationships this morning, we're in conversation with Gayton McKenzie. is the author of the best-selling The Uncomfortable Truth. And um, just before the break, we took a call and uh, talking about that issue about women and children, when what the, the mistakes women make when they get into new relationships, especially when they have children, Gayton. Yes, I think the caller didn't understand what I was saying. I'm saying that you know, you should be 100% sure that you have a future with a guy before you introduce your kids to him. What if you meet four guys? I mean, you, you, you're hurting your kids also. Every time they get attached to somebody, this person leaves. So what I was basically saying is that be, uh, be sure that this is the person. Don't just bring your kids to any new person that you meet and introduce your kids. Like, mommy seeing this person. What if you, he leaves tomorrow? Your kids are going to answer you and maybe they would relate to men in such a way. Where I agree with the callers where he says that you have a choice when you meet a woman, you either stay or you leave. I agree with him. That's why I'm talking about the guys that's leaving. And mm. I'm saying the reason why they're leaving. So I agree with him. Some guys would stay. Some guys would leave. So I'm here talking about the guys giving reasons why those guys are leaving. You know what else I'd like to get your view on? Uh, something that a friend of mine told me. And he said, when a guy meets a woman, he knows exactly what he wants from her. And as such... Is it a good idea to ask a man to define what he wants from you right off the bat? You know, you see, <clears throat> men, when a man meets any woman, I, I agree with your friend, but, but it goes further than that. When a man, when a, when a man meets a woman, he, he likes her looks. That's the first thing that affects him. You know, uh, he likes her personality. You know, that, that, that's the second thing that might attract him. But when a man meets a woman... He knows, as your friends say, exactly what he wants. But the problem 
comes in women love projects that's just a thing about women from my mom to my grandmother to my sister to all the women that surrounds me they love projects when they meet a man they know that this is not who they want at the moment but they have that lie that they tell themselves this one i will i will teach him i will change him women believe they can change a man and love changes a man ah you can't change a man let me tell you today, uh, I always make the example that of some women who would fight with a guy because he drinks too much. And they would try to change him. They would pray about it. They would get advice. They go for counseling. And this guy wouldn't stop drinking. But then they break up. After a few months, this guy meets somebody else. Mm. And this guy stopped drinking. What's how that woman, she, she would mention at once, like, I don't like your drinking. And he would stop. What makes him stop is the laugh that he feels for her. If somebody loves you, they would want to impress you. And there's only one way to see if a man, I always say to women, if a man is not scared to lose you, he doesn't love you. Mm. If okay. he's not scared to lose you, he doesn't love you. Let's go back to the lines. 0891104208. Kathia uh, in Cape Town, good morning. Good morning, ma'am. Hi. Hi. Um, I would like to say that I feel that the way Mr. Gaten speaks is hugely disrespectful to women. The comparisons he makes are, quite frankly, disgusting. And the way he speaks as though he knows, has some sort of insight into the collective hive mind of the woman is one of the more disgusting things I've heard on this radio talk show for a long time, actually. He speaks as though women are cars. And I know it's an allegory, but it's also hugely disrespectful. It's objectification. And it's something that's rife in this country. And having him with a best-selling book, I say this book is best-selling, I'm hugely worried about people reading this and actually thinking that he has a point. Mm-hmm. He, may, he may mix in stuff like saying, a cheat, you know, whatever you do, it's not, you know, a cheater may cheat because they're a cheater. And you know what? Fair enough. But the way he imitates, well, like when he talks about women say, oh, I love you, it's he's talking with... Severe disrespect. He's he's making women sound stupid, and he's talking about women as he says, "My mother and my sister." And my, oh, good, okay. All the women in your family have a common trait. That's you know very nice. So so you see a common thing there. But does that really mean that all women are like that? I mean, what exactly is your qualification? I, I, how do you know all this about? How do you have the special view into the woman's mind? I'd love to know where he's getting this information, which basically just sounds as though he's trashing women. Okay, hold on there, Kathia, Gaten. Uh, you know, I know the things I say is very uncomfortable for most people. Uh, she, the lady, the caller said that I disrespect women. I agree wholeheartedly. I disagree wholeheartedly. But oh. I disagree oh. wholeheartedly. But I'm going to say this to you. Nothing of all the accusations that you just made against me, none of them is that I'm lying. And before I tell you how I got all this information, this is an empowering book. This is my way of telling women, look out for these things. You've not read the book, so you can't sit there and say I disrespect women. What I want to say to you, I have been the owner of the most successful club ever on the African continent. I am friends, all my friends are uh, millionaires. I see how women relate and I see the mistakes that women make. And I'm sorry that you feel this way, but if you read the book, you'll feel otherwise. I am no way objectifying women. 
I'm telling, I'm warning women to say this is this. And in the book, the first sentence in the book, I think, is where we say that no two women are alike. And I'm saying to you today that you are grossly mistaken when you say nobody wants women. Women make the same mistakes. I, I read all the books about, I've, I've read a lot of books when I did my research. And, and I'm sitting there thinking that this is absolute nonsense people are talking. So if you want to be comfort, comfort, if you want to be comforted with, 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 with a lie, that's on you. But, but I'm going to say the uncomfortable things that I think somebody needs to say. And not everybody is going to appreciate what I'm saying. But what I'm definitely not doing is objectifying women. All right. Uh, can I have a response to that? Yes, please. Well, so you're saying you're saying the uncomfortable truth, but I have heard so many men say what you're saying, that, that, a good, that, that a good man will treat you like a good sports car. Well, I'm delighted to know that I could be treated like a good sports car. It sounds like a dream come true. you say... You say that all your friends are millionaires. What on earth does that have to do with understanding? Is that all to do with the fact that women? Is that all? Hey, do not speak over me, sir. Do not speak over me. I am responding. I did not speak over you. You will not cut me off while I am talking, sir. You say no two women are alike. Well, that's great. I'm so glad you actually identified that human beings are different because women are human beings. We're not just the collective hive of women. We. We're people, you can't, you know, it's great that you say we're different, but you shouldn't even have to say that. And to say that you say the uncomfortable truth, you're not saying anything, Edgy, you're not saying anything new. This is the same thing that everyone says, that everyone who wants to excuse the bad way they treat women. Mm. Okay, um, um, Kathy, I thank you so much for your contribution Kathy's this morning. Kathy's a very angry woman. I think, you know, we talk about that. She's a very, very angry woman. You get women like Kathy, that, that's angry, and then... And, and, for something that a man did in the past or something, but I'm not going to allow her to sit here and say, objectify women, while what I'm doing is, I'm empowering women to say, be wise for this type of stuff. There's not once in that book where I disrespect women. In fact, I don't want women to be comforted with a lie. Now she's sitting here saying that many men say what I say, you know, is that attitude of all men are dogs. You get that type, I write about that type of, of thinking. So I disagree totally with her. Hi. Let's move on. <clears throat> Manda and Joba, good morning. Good morning. How are you, uh, Good, and you, Manda? I'm good. Uh, I just want to say I've been listening, and uh, this is a very interesting topic because uh, I really wish there was a, a, a love God uh, because if there was a love God, we would be getting an opportunity to ask questions. <laughs> I am one of the good guys. I am what you call the good guy. In the, every sense of the word, I am a DJ by profession, and I get many, many proposals and opportunities. But because I've got such a good woman, uh, I just mm. put it aside, which is a very, very, extremely hard thing to do. What I also want to say to to to, to uh, is this: uh, the women, uh, my woman, for example, the mistake that she sometimes makes. She does not realize just how good I am. And I remember as a kid where uh, there was a, a cartoon of a child in her mother's kitchen. And she was looking at a cookie and she wasn't stealing. And uh, there was a message on top of her head which said, what's the good of being honest when nobody knows about it? So what I want to say is that uh, the lady that just calls is very, very angry. And I'm not a judgmental person. But instead of being angry, the lady must learn from whatever experience that she had with her man in the past and just learn not, it's not her fault. 
it isn't her fault. But she must learn from it as painful as it is. But, but, but what then makes you say know. that? What makes you say that? What makes you think that, let, let's for arguments say that Kathia is angry. What makes you think it has anything to do with a man? <laughs> well, you see, you, you see how me. you guys overestimate your importance in our lives. But you know what? Well, I don't mean to. I don't mean to, to judge her, or but I'm, 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 I'm reacting to the way she's she's saying she's responding to the topic. It can, according to me, uh, it's it's past experience that makes people react to certain things in life. So. If it's not a man, then what is it? It is a man that was cruel to her, right. according to me. Yes, Manla, bye-bye, Manla. Manla, you're speculating. I agree with Manla. But but what I want to say is that, you know, Manla uh, touched on a very important topic where he said that women sometimes do not understand they got gold in the house and they go look for a stone. I write in a book where I say to women, if you have a choice between a rich guy and a guy with ambition, Go for, go for a guy with ambition. And I've seen so many women running after a man with money and leaving the guy with no money, but that's got a plan. That would never leave her. And what I want to say to women out there is that if you're going to leave your man, uh, like somebody sent me a tweet yesterday that, and I wrote about it in the books, he said, if he leaves the toilet seat up one more time, I'm out of here. If you can't deal with something as simple as, as him leaving the toilet seat up, you, you have no hope in that relationship. And terms and reference are very important in a relationship. People need to talk and say, this is who I am. This is what I expect from you. Not, they should date the woman sometimes, and, and men also, but we date the idea of who we think the person is instead of dating the real person. Yeah. And that's a mistake. Dating the idea of who you want him to be one day instead of dating who he is presently. Mm, okay. Oh, wait, 9110428. Let's go to uh, Vuyo in PE. Good morning, Vuyo. Uh, good morning, Sakina. How are you? Well, and you? I'm um, very well, thanks, Sakina. Uh, this is a very touchy topic. It's very interesting. Uh, I'd like to touch on the, on, on, on the two points that, that, that was made by, by Gaten as well. Uh, I think I agree with him that he is not objectifying women. But what he is saying is that women should have standards and stick to them. It's it's one thing having to say, I have standards, I want my boyfriend to be like this, he shouldn't cheat, if he cheats, I leave. And then he cheats and then women stay. That's so true. That's true. You, you don't stick to your standards. Okay, so you say as, as, as men, when a guy, if a guy cheats on you, you should yeah. walk. If a guy cheats on you, walk. Because give me one guy whom his woman cheated on and he, he, he remained. What it's if you are married and you have children? Pardon? I mean, it's not that easy to just walk away. You're That's invested a, in this relationship. I, I totally agree, Sakina. That's where the standard comes in. You have standards. You set the standards. You wanted to marry the man because you love him. And now he's betraying yourself. He's betraying your children. Aren't you, aren't you putting your children at risk? Aren't you putting yourself at risk by staying with a man who is constantly cheating on you? That's one. That's like saying, basically, you've, you've, uh, you've gone against your standards. And one, one point I also uh, wanted to make was uh, 
when a, when when a, a man will treat you in a manner in which you want him, you allow him to. Like the simple example that Gaten was making, if if you are telling me that you should leave a, a toilet seat up or down, and then he doesn't do it, and then he stay, he is gonna do it again because you allow him to. But I disagree on Gaten with one thing though: mm-hmm. that a woman cannot change a man. You've been it changed. Goes back, it goes back now to a point where he made that a man knows what he wants. Mm. I, I, I remember I read a book about uh, the book by Steve Harvey. I think like a man and act like a lady, something like that. Uh-huh. Mm. Uh, where he mentioned the reference to the said ninety day rule or something. I want to come to that. That ladies one. should wait for for ninety days before yeah. they can give up the cookie jar. Mm? That's absolute nonsense. For yes. Me. Because <laughs> what a guy knows, a guy, a guy knows what he wants. If he's there for the cookie, he's going to take the cookie and leave. He'll wait for that 90 days because he's getting someone to fight. So that doesn't really matter. That's true. So wow. a, 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 a relationship, is, it's, it's not a, a cutthroat thing. You, you get into a relationship not knowing what's going to be. It's a matter of going to... So you're saying the 90-day rule holding out is just uh, a that, waste that, of that, time? That's it's absolute. Black, I mean, uh, it's, like, it's absolute black. You, you're not getting any. You're not getting anything. If a guy wants, he'll he'll get it on the ninety-first day, and then on the second day he leaves. That's what true. then? Sure. So, so there goes the ninety-day rule that Steve Harvey that was talking rule, about. It's, it's, it's just it's just not gonna work. Women should have standards and stick to them. Okay, thank you so much, Vuyo. Let's speak to others as well. Um, Gaten, just hold on. Let me get uh, uh, Linda in Durban. Good morning, Linda. Morning, Satina. Well, and you? Fine, thanks. Um, I'd like to um, just point out that I fully, I, I fully agree with something that Jason is saying. Uh, with regards to uh, comparing, well, not comparing, but making an analogy to cars and women. That much I can fully agree on. And I also want to make a point with regards to Kathy's comments. Okay, well, I'm not that I'm... Uh, uh, it's an attack on, on, on her comments or her per se, but what you have to understand is that men always have uh, a way of um, of Ah, oh, there we lost, Linda. Um, but but, but uh, you wanted to make a point. Yeah, he made a good point about, about leaving. Let me make two examples quickly. The example of the phone. Most women can't stay away from a guy's phone. That is a fact. You know, when guys talk, they're like, ah, she went through my phone. You know, it's, 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 it's and, and guys too, guys go to women's phone, but, but now it's, this is a book for ladies. Now, I want to advise ladies on something. When you go through a guy's, when a guy goes in the shower and he leaves his phone, and you quickly go through his phone, and you find what you're looking for, you find that he's, this is a cheater. The evidence. Yes. You got three problems, three very huge problems. Problem number one, you found this information, for lack of a better word, illegally. Problem number two, you gotta, you gotta act before you delete it. Now, this is the worst one. Problem number three, the worst one that ladies need to consider before they go to a guy's phone. If you find something that is guilty of on that phone, and you don't, and you confront him with it, and you don't leave, then he's the ultimate winner. You told him. Your cheating makes me very angry. I'm not going to speak to you for five days, but it's not a deal breaker. Now, at the end, he knows I can cheat. She's not going to leave. Now, if you're going to go to his phone, I'm not saying ladies don't go to his phone. I'm saying to you, if you're going to go to his phone and you find something, have a game plan. 
Know what you're going to do. If you, you must say to yourself, I'm going to find this guy, a girl, I'm out of here. But if you stay, and I'm talking from a guy like me, you find something and you stay, I'm like, ah, no, there's a Charlie Chaplin movie in the house. We don't walk past each other for five days. We don't speaking. We're not speaking. When we speak again, she shows me she's fine. Mm. So, so that's the one point I, I want to tell women that, uh, and then the second, second one, which is, which is, people like to live in, 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 in like they like this uh, holy than thou life. What's happening outside here? You know, young girls want rich guys. That's a, that's a fact. You know, I, I, have you seen? I mean, like we're not really like lookers. You know, like guy that you look like wow, a Blair Underwood. The guy's a looker. But you see, rich guys, we go to parties. The girls that we would come with, wow, they like last, first class. Now, I want to say to these young girls, you must understand, if you go for a guy with a nice, because you see Jesus Lamborghini parked outside, you must understand that 600 of you that want to sit next to me in the Lamborghini. So I want to tell women to say, you know, sometimes leave this thing where you go for a guy, you know, uh, uh, you go for a guy with, with lots of money. And then tomorrow you say the guy broke your heart. No, you broke your own heart. It's like a girl going like, um, Kenny's coming to me saying Kenny broke her heart. I'm like, ah, you, you broke your own heart. How can you go for Kenny and think, oh my word, I'm going to change him? So these are the things that, that's happening outside here. People want to act like, you know, it's not happening. Everything is fine outside here. There's mistakes that we've seen women make. And we men sometimes capitalize on it. And you can ask any man out there with no money, how hard is it to, 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 to get a girl nowadays? Mm, okay, let's uh, breeze through the last few calls. You spoke of Kenny. I see Kenny's on the line. Good morning, Kenny. <laughs> Hello, Kenny. He's gone. Let's go to Kawe in Durban. Good morning. Hello, hello. How are you? Well, and you? Uh, I'm fine. I'm fine. I'd just like to contribute something. Uh, if uh, uh, I would like to pick what uh, Mr. McKenzie is saying, he speaks like a fallen angel. He's speaking the absolute truth. And if our ladies can listen, and you know when you deal with a guy, my advice to them would be, please use your your head or your mind, not your heart. Because guys, we are like a different species. We just want what we want at any time we want. Not that we've got something against the ladies, but it's just that I just want to equal the, the absolute truth that is uttering. That's all. Okay, Kawe. And I see many of you uh, guys agreeing, saying that that 90-day rule is just nonsense, uh, as uh, Mohadi says. But I want to read some of the SMSs. Mark says, romantic love is an invention. Real love is a lesson in the priorities of a broader context, and gunpowder is the differentiator, it seems. And then Liz says, I can't believe you're having such drivel on your show. Shame on you. And the next one from Anonymous in Cape Town says, Kathy was hurt and Mackenzie is warning women from getting hurt. I normally say hurt yourself before somebody else hurts you. Good show. And then uh, Gaten is just being honest. Women can learn from the book, uncomfortable as it is. Another one says, I don't know what qualifies your guest to speak on behalf of all men. I don't think like him at all. This one says, uh, complicated stuff you're discussing. Um, I'm so saddened and angered by these crass, stereotypical portraits of women. What utter nonsense. Shame on you. And then SK, I told my wife many times that I love her, but she does not believe. I have decided not 
not to entertain her complaints, but to continue to love her. That's from Msindazwa. Um, um, and then David Mtunzi in Mabatu says, love is like a risk you have a, a risk you have to take for purposes of procreation. Whether one succeeds or not is another question. And then this one says, Thumb up, thumbs up to the caller for calling Gaten uh, to where he is. He is making me angry too, and I am a man. So those are some of the comments coming through. Gaten? You know, uh, never, not everybody's going to agree with what I'm saying. Uh, but what I want people to know is that the divorce rate is sky high. People are getting, women are getting abused daily. Now, and there's all this self, there's all these books out that women do read. And a guy like me, I said, you know, I always get, you know, they always mention guys like us in these books, but they always mention us in a wrong way. And the fact of the matter is, you can read that whole book, but there's one sentence at the end I'm asking women not to forget, and by extension, my daughters. I say to them, you can forget everything I wrote in this book, but there's one, the biggest mistake I have seen women make is they can love with all their hearts. There's nothing wrong with it. They can be, but never ever lose your ability to walk away. This is the one thing that has made, that is the cause of most abuse in this country. That's the cause of women being angry in this country because it's their inability to walk away. Women can't, most women don't want to walk away. They are start blindly by the evidence that I mean nothing to this man. But they would still stay. And I'm saying to, 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 to people out there that don't agree with me, that's fine. And the one example that I wanted to leave for the end of the show now is when Katie spoke to me. The tone that she spoke to is not normally a tone I would allow, I would allow anyone because I don't speak to people in that tone. The tone that she used, don't speak over me. I write about that to say to women, Men, stop listening to you because I stopped listening to what Cassie said. Because I was like thinking, uh, uh, you're not going to speak to me like that. Not in that tone. Now, women sometimes scream out their anger. Or, Why did you do this? The man stopped listening. He's now looking around. Hey, who's seeing, who's, who's seeing how this woman speaks to me? And I want to say to women out there, we value you. Not all men are the same. I'm writing from my perspective. On the cover of the book is not all men. It's Gates and McKenzie. I have seen... I've interacted with a lot of women. I don't live behind my high walls only. I've been out of here. I've seen all kinds of women. Uh, and I do respect women, but I'm going to warn women. And as I said to you, there was a project between me and my daughters. And I love nobody on earth that I love my daughters. I would never, ever advise them drivel. Mm. And of course, uh, that's what we had for you this morning. It's a bestseller. It's called The Uncomfortable Truth by Gayton McKenzie and of course uh, ruffled some feathers here this morning some people are angry some people are questioning and uh, that's all good and well I say and you will make up your own mind and as for the question as to what qualifies Gayton well I don't know what qualifies anybody else to speak on relationships who of us can actually stand there and say I qualify because I have lived of, I have these experiences. It is what it is. That's what relationships are. With that, it's the weekend. Thank you so much for listening.